Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of the Philly Brutes Rugby Roundtable, the Lions Origin Series brought to you by our great friends at Canterbury uh, and today we're going to have a chat with Real and District RFC from Wales uh, and I have Gareth, Tony and Di here. Uh, how are you gentlemen? All good. Very well, thank you. All good. Excellent. Uh, again, thank you for uh, giving up some time. Um, I really, really appreciate it. We're here to talk about the fact that uh, a lion came through your your club uh, a few years ago, but you know, mainly we're going to talk about the club right now. Um, and but first of all, we've got to thank Canterbury. Uh, without them, this this wouldn't have gone on. Uh, we, we're doing nine of these special episodes, one on each Lions match day, um, and you know, we're celebrating the the 681 clubs that. Have produced over a thousand lions, and um, as much as we'd love to talk to all 681, we can't in these nine episodes. But we, we hopefully will down the line. Uh, and if you want to find out whether your club is a lions origins club, head to canterbury.com, uh, and they've got a brilliant map, uh, and you can get some uh, lions origins stash. Yeah. Thanks Ooh. to a stains stains something. That one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first of all. Um, Gareth, do you want to just introduce yourself? Yeah, my name's uh, Gareth and I'm the uh, mini and junior section uh, chairman uh, and general dog's body. That's me, <laughs> in a nutshell. Lovely. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Tony, welcome to the show. Yeah. Uh, welcome. Hi, Sean. Yeah, myself. My name's Tony Evans. I'm the current chairman at Rill. Uh, been at the club 34 years, done the usual player, Captain Palava, and uh, um, another of those dog bodies along with Gareth, but current current chairman. Lovely, brilliant. Thanks for giving up some time. And finally, Di, welcome to the roundtable. Thank you very much. I'm Di Roberts. Um, I'm the old man of the team. Um, I've been around a bit, little bit longer than these two guys. Uh, probably been with the club about 40 years now. Um, I am currently sponsorship director uh, and general fundraiser um, on the basis that I don't take no for an answer. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy everybody tries to avoid as they, as they walk in because I've normally got my hand out and I'm asking <laughs> for something. Um, but there we go. That's, that's what we do. Brilliant. Uh, Tony, do you want to give us a bit of background on, on Real? Yeah, absolutely. So the club's been in existence since 1927, so we're heading towards our centenary. Um, we're in, um, we're a full member of the Welsh Rugby Union, have been for, for many years. Um, we play in Division 2 North uh, currently, um, and we've recently relocated. So uh, just over two and, two and a half years ago now, we relocated to a brand new facility in the town from our previous grounds. Um, the club is, has got, and we've gone from strength to strength, really. So, currently, sort of 300 uh, or so children wow. uh, in the juniors and minis. Absolutely huge section, growing every day. Um, we field a full youth setup, uh, men's, uh, senior men's first and second 15, and our ladies 15 as well. So, um, that's where we are. We're a little bit different, Sean, to most clubs um, in that we're a full time seven day commercial operation. Okay. We're open from sort of nine o'clock till late, 
we do food every day, we do drinks, so we do functions. So we're open seven days a week, and we've got about 15 full-time staff. Oh, wow. So it's, it's quite a sizable operation, um, which is to be governed by volunteers, but uh, which has obviously given us some additional issues over the last 12 months, as you can imagine. Yeah, absolutely. So how, how has the last 12 months been for you? It was, yeah, uh, difficult in the sense, I suppose, that a lot of clubs could just sort of mow the grass, shut the door, turn the water off and, and, and wait to return. Um, we couldn't, you know, we've, like I say, we've had 15 staff furloughed. So we've had to deal with all the commercial aspects, but we've come through it pretty well. Um, we've done a lot of projects for the club. So since lockdown in March of last year, we've now um, installed floodlights fully throughout the club. So both pitches are now floodlit. The junior pitches are floodlit. Uh, the clubhouse has been refurbished, uh, has been uh, fitted out with all our memorabilia, which we hadn't had time to do. We've created a new children's playground, beer garden, um, push bike area. So the volunteers have been incredibly busy. So we've made the most of it, really, Sean. Brilliant. Uh, Di, oh, just on that, how, how does how do you go about trying to get sponsorship in a, in a pandemic? It's unbelievable. Our sponsors have been absolutely magnificent. Um, I was really twitchy about contacting them, having not played, well, played maybe half of the, the previous season and clearly no no prospect of playing this season. Um, so I've, I've contacted each one individually and they've been absolutely amazing. They've, they've just come out with their checkbooks. They are just, I, I can't thank them enough. They made my life so easy. Yeah. Um, in, indeed, we've, we've had new sponsors come through this season. Wow, brilliant. Um, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Um, the, the work that's gone on, as Tony touched on, um, between the, the lights, the playground, the beer garden, um, all, all of that uh, has been done at a reduced rate, shall we say, um, right. mainly through our sponsors. Um, it, it's just been... I, I, I can't thank them enough. It's yeah. it, it's just incredible. Um, I, I think people have been been just so generous with with their time and with their donations to us. Um, it, I really am lost. I really struggle with this because it 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 is made such a difference to the club. It would be very easy for them just to walk away and say, "Well, if I'm not getting any coverage, um, I'll see you next year." It just hasn't happened. Um, prime example, our, our main sponsors, um, are, which is a, it's a company called Thorncliffs. I've got to give them a plug. Of course, um, yeah, go for it. Thorn, yeah. Thorncliff, Thorncliff Builders Merchants, um, speaking to their, their MD, uh, he said, well, my business has been really, really busy, so it would be really churlish of me not, not, to, uh, not to support you now. Uh, send me the invoice. I think we sent him the invoice on the Tuesday, and it was, it was in the bank on the Thursday. And that makes such a difference to us being able to, as Tony touched on before, mowing the grass. Because you know, we, we, we use a commercial outfit to, to maintain the pitches. Um, so we basically we have, we've got the funding there to cover that for the, the, the remainder of the summer now. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, it's just, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely gobsmacked, really, that people have been so generous. <laughs> That's really, really great to hear. And Gareth, uh, 300 kids, how, how have they found sort of not playing much at all over the last 12 months? Yeah, it's obviously been very difficult. Um, I, I must say in the second lockdown, sort of January, February time, I was 
I was really concerned whether we'd get kids returning to sport in general. Um, but uh, we came back sort of end of March, early April, and we've just had a huge surge in numbers. It's almost as if the parents have said, right, you've got to get off that Xbox, um, you know, get out there playing in, in the fresh air. And uh, I alluded to being a we started off, I think, in the wine, which is just over two years ago, two and a half years ago, with 150 um, kids. And now we're up to 324 to date. Wow. So, you know, we have doubled in numbers. Uh, and in on the other, of course, that brings along, you know, headaches, you know, the good headaches to have. Um, our volunteers have been brilliant, I have to say, but we're recruiting uh, volunteers all the time. Uh, of course, the, the more more players we get, the more parents we get. So we are constantly recruiting. Um, a big sort of success for, for us has been the Mini Dragons. We started off about three or four years ago, uh, and that's um, kids from about four years of age uh, going up to six and a half. So on a Wednesday night, it's like watching about 80-odd little minions just running around the field. And it just, uh, yeah, it, it, it's great. For me, um, it, 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 I, I watch from the background. I watch the coaches doing it, and uh, they're, they're absolutely brilliant. Um, so that's the future of our club, and um, yeah, it's going from strength to strength, as Tony said said before. So um, hopefully that'll continue now, uh, and we'll start playing properly in in, in September. Hope, hopefully, hopefully, it sounds like it's a, a real success story, which is really really cool to hear. Um, before we talk about one of one of the the former minis that uh, came through uh, the system to go on to be a lion, um, as we mentioned at the top of the show, you can find out whether your club is one of the six hundred eighty one lions uh, origins clubs that uh, Canterbury can support, uh, whether it's through merchandise or, or um, I know they're putting some great videos together, or that or, or being involved in something like this uh, over the tour. Um, there are six hundred eighty one of them. Uh, over a thousand lions have played for them. Uh, and there's a brilliant map. Go and find it at, at canterbury.com. Uh, and if you want to find out whether your club is eligible uh, for the stash, you can get it on the shirts and everything. Um, as, I, as I showed a bit earlier, head to canterbury.com, uh, fill out the form, and then they'll be in touch. So, uh, Di, what does it mean uh, for the club to, to be a Lions Origins club? I think it's absolutely huge. I mean, George, George North came through our um, under-16s and under seventeen side before he disappeared off down to Sandovery and then on, <laughs> onward and upwards. Um, but, um, I, in fact, I learned something earlier through talking to Tony about this. Um, I hadn't realised that we had, uh, that our under-16s and under-17s of George's era was the most successful club, I believe in, I think, Tony will correct me if I'm wrong now, yeah. but I think yeah. the most success, successful sides in, in Wales. Was yeah, that, that age group. Yeah, George, I think, came to us because that age group was so successful, sort of at 15, um, spent two seasons with the club. And, and at the time, the 15s uh, and went through to be the under-16s, they were they were probably the most successful team in Wales at the time. Um, they were the North of England champions as well because we used to play cross-border then as well. Right, yeah. So they, they won the North of England championship, several cups, hugely successful team, um, uh, in which George played second row. Um, <laughs> wow! Yeah, so uh, I, like, I like to think I model myself on George North. I'm the same height, probably a little bit heavier. Yeah, so if you want... <laughs> exactly, Sean. So he, he probably would have looked like you at 15. I'm guessing. 
he was, he was, you know, he was a big boy. So yeah, played in a very different position then. Clearly, Kinetley saw something else, um, which has proven to be right, obviously. Um, but yeah, very, very encouraging. I think we've got three current um, professionals um, at the moment. So we've got um, George, obviously, still playing, still playing his trade. We've got uh, Sean Lonsdale at Exeter Chiefs, who okay. sort of starts starts is, is right in the frame every week for starting or in the squad. And we've got um, a young man um, down at Saracens as well. So um, it, it's really good, really good to see that progression. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And and just the just the Lions in general, you know, having someone like George, how much of an inspiration? You know, whilst he only played two seasons with you, how much of an inspiration can he be to the to the whole club in general? Well, I think if I think if when the kids are in the clubhouse, and obviously George's George's, you know, there's a shirt there, George's name is on it, along along with several others. It's you know, if if that can't inspire them, well, I don't I don't know, you know, what will. But yeah, I, I'm sure it's huge. Obviously, him still being a current a current player and a current lion is obviously um, will is better for the younger kids as well, rather than those of us who sort of uh, remember nineteen seventies lions. Um, it, 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 it's it's got to be inspiring for them, hasn't it? Really, hundred percent. And Gareth, uh, you know, you're you're up close with the kids. How inspired can they be? Not just with Gareth, but with, with the two other pros that have sort of gone on from the club. Oh, it's, it's great, you know, and and the the. The young the young man uh, at uh, Saracens is Sam Wainwright, and and, and Sam's been uh, coming uh, to our presentation days, uh, our junior presentation days, and that's been brilliant because he's just been taking the time to come up, um, shake hands with with with, with the children, and, and just to, you know obviously share his experience, and it just goes to show how you know uh, anybody from real whatever background, uh, uh, you know whatever however they come through their education or sports, whatever they've experienced, they can make it. And uh, he, he's one that inspires them. Uh, he's actually there. I and mean, we've had him, I think, for three years running now. Um, so, yeah, a, a fantastic inspiration for our young 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 kids. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, so, Gaz, so, so, uh, up until now, uh, I guess ha- training, not much training has happened. So what's the situation at the moment? So we we returned training about five weeks ago. Uh, um, at the moment, it's just tag tag rugby. Um, we got about three teams out of the ten teams because we're a full complement junior side from under sevens right up to youth. So we're out of those teams, we have three that are playing tag rugby at the moment uh, uh, against other clubs in the North Wales region. So and we're happy for that to happen. Other other sides, other age groups have just decided to train, which is fine. They're just developing yeah. their skills now and looking to start some contact now in the next couple of weeks um, with a view of possibly playing some contact rugby at the end of July against other against other clubs. Obviously there'll be modified rules in that. There won't be any scrums as such. Um, with then a view of starting properly back in September. So we're back up and running, albeit it's a bit of a strange season, obviously. You know, normally by this time of year, we'd be finished. We'd be having our sort of off-season break. But a lot of the volunteer coaches have said that they want to continue during this period. Um, just as I said earlier, just to get the kids out fresh, exercising, away from that Xbox. Um, and just looking forward to playing some competitive rugby over the next few months. So I, I'm quite optimistic that we can start playing back um, in September 
uh, back to a sort of normal traditional fixture list um, for the season ahead with probably a, a break at Christmas time, uh, probably do a two month break and then um, back back in February uh, just to restart the, uh, the season again. So I, I, I'm quite optimistic about uh, returning back to rugby in general. Uh, and it means that also the volunteer coaches can get out of out of their own houses as well, which is yeah, very... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. So Tony, what about the senior yeah. sides? Uh, yeah. the, the senior boys, yeah, all back training. Uh, the ladies are training. The senior men are training. Uh, good numbers so far. So all very encouraging. We've got some. Um, I think from July the twenty fourth, we've got a couple of weeks window for for friendlies. Okay. And then competitive fixtures. We haven't actually had the fixture list yet from August the 7th. Um, so between now and Christmas, it's going to be various sort of cup competitions, a small winter break over December, and then the intention is to start the league season in January. Okay. So, uh, competitive action from August the 7th, which is, it, it, like Gareth said, it's a bit upside down, causes a few logistical problems with the pitches and so on, because this is normally our maintenance period. Yeah. but. You know, we will get round that as you do. Um, so yeah, again, looking forward to to some rugby from mid-August. So, so what does the summer look like for the club in terms of you know getting back together? Hopefully, yeah, watching, watching the Lions. Yeah, it's really busy. Like I said, Sean, we're open. We're a full-time community club. We're open seven days a week. We we host community groups and so on and so forth. So we're open all day, every day. Um, I'm anticipating a, you know, a really good turnout for the Lions. Obviously, we missed out on the Six Nations, um, um, which is unfortunate from both a, a sporting and a commercial point of view. Um, yeah. yeah, looking for, And we've got the Euros as well. So between the Euros and the Lions, we should have a nice full clubhouse. Hopefully, 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 hopefully. Uh, so, uh, just talk through you know, quickly some, some short... Term goals for the club. Where would you like to? What would you like to see happen over the, the next twelve months, other than just getting rugby back on the pitch? Um, I think we'd like to see um, make sure that we re-establish ourselves um, financially, and that we, we're back where we need to be comfortably, so that you know we can run the club in a prudent manner. So money's always important, as Dai's um, mentioned before. Um, uh, the senior men again. We're, we're looking for a, a promotion season. Um, and, and, and again, just to consolidate with the juniors, with the numbers, to make sure that those kids all have good competitive fixtures, you know. So just consolidation all around, I think, Sean, but very encouraging, really, bearing in mind what's happening. Definitely. Sounds, sounds like you're in a really good place, despite everything that's gone on over the last 12 to 15 months, which is really encouraging to hear because, yeah. you know, it's 15 months ago, we were all panicking as to whether yeah. we were all going to be uh, staying in business, but it sounds like Absolutely. you you've done everything that you needed to do to 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 survive and 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 to be honest, thrive, which is which yeah. is really really encouraging to hit. Before we uh, get your favourite Lions memories, uh, just want to let you know about Canterbury's new Ryona jersey, which I'm told means lion in, in South African, uh, with the nice new collar, which you can get customised at Canterbury.com. Uh, they've got brilliant custom builder you can get all your stuff put on there and if you're a lions origins club you can also get your your patch put on there as well so gentlemen before we round off um do you just give us some um, your favorite lions memories uh di we'll start with you uh mine's got to be scott gibbs and osdurant 
Um, the, the, the aborted tackle by Osdi Ramp where he dubbed him on his backside. Um, <laughs> I will never forget that. I'll take that to, to my grave. <laughs> that is brilliant from, from 1997. And, and Gareth, yeah. give us uh, a Lions memory. Okay, uh, can I be cheeky and have two? Um, of course you can. They yeah, involve two full-backs from very different eras. Uh, one in 1990, uh, JPR Williams with the drop goal. Um, and uh, also another full-back that created probably one of the best Lions tries ever. So I obviously had to go for two Welshmen in both full-back positions. So those are the two highlights for me in Lions history. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, and finally, Tony. Yeah, I think for me it's the same. I think it's the same tour as Die, um, the South African tour with John Bentley's try. Um, he, he might be an Englishman, but it was a fantastic try, and we had him for a, as a club speaker um, at the dinner one year. And he was a fabulous guy. He's real, brilliant. Real He's absolutely brilliant. Um, a real pleasure to be around, and uh, probably terrifying to play against as well. <laughs> so uh, I think that tour was probably my favourite as well. It. Yeah, it's, it's my favourite. I'm, a, I'm a, only slightly younger than you guys, and the, the, I'm living with the Lions is my favourite film. Yeah, hands down, favourite film. Um, Tony, just give us quickly. Uh, where can people find you all on on websites and social media and everything like that? Right. Okay. Well, can I pass this straight back to Di because he's far okay. more okay with this than I am? <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, we've we, we, we've got the standard website, the uh, the Real District RFC. Um, we've also on Facebook under Real and District RFC and the commercial side, uh, I've got to give that a plug, uh, Bar Kalona Vraig, uh, Dragon's Heart Bar, um, as a separate Facebook page. Uh, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, uh, we're probably on something else, but I'm probably too old to understand those realistically. <laughs> Brilliant. Look, thank you, gentlemen. Thank I really, really appreciate giving up your time uh, to come and speak to us on, on these uh, Lions Origin series. Uh, Gareth, Di, Tony, really, really appreciate it. Uh, huge thanks to Canterbury for, for putting these on uh, and getting these out there uh, and giving us the opportunity, one, to speak to a club I've never spoken to before, speaking to people that I, I'm truly inspired by now, and uh, I think you all should be too. Uh, enjoy the game today. Uh, thank everyone for watching and well, and for listening, obviously. Uh, we'll, we'll catch you on the next match day. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Good job.